The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things Burgundy and Gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back, everybody, to the Federal Football Report. He's Kevin Stanfield, and apparently there is some interference on the line. Um, I think that it was uh, Coach Ron Rivera uh, and the Washington uh, staff here trying to stop Kevin from getting on the show to air his grievances. Um, or maybe maybe it was the Giants uh, uh, fans because uh, they knew Rodney was going to come on, and so they decided to try to mute Kevin because no one wants to hear what he has to say. The Giants fans just want to take over the show. Either way, we do have Kevin. Kevin, we do have Rodney. Uh, Kevin, what's going on? How you feel, man? I- I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I know it was a, a, a plot by, by the New York team, you know. I will say, I don't know if you noticed, but the way the broadcast started yesterday, they showed Pat Summerall and John Madden opening the show as if they were, you know, from footage from the past Giants games because that was at one time with Joe Gibbs and Bill Parcell, one of the greatest rivalries in sports. That was when the NFL was at its best and the, and it, the NFC East was truly a beast. So that, that was some great footage there. And apparently the, the Washington team saw that and they were so emotional over it. They forgot <laughs> that they still had to play the game. They thought they had already played and won. They thought that Gary Clark and Mark Rippon, Doug Williams, Joe Thompson, they thought Lawrence Taylor, they thought these guys were still playing, and they, they didn't have to show up. But they were the sad part about all of this. They were overtaken by emotion. Right, 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 right. And as Whitney Houston once said, Apparently. I get so emotional, baby, every time I think yeah. of you. <laughs> and I get emotional every time I think about Rodney Henderson, <laughs> our resident Giants fan. Hey, Rodney, what's going on, man? What's going on, gentlemen? How y'all doing? Rodney, you're doing fine. So when the clock struck zero... And you saw that final score, fourteen to seven, as you're sitting there watching it in your palatial estate. Did you think to yourself, "I can't wait to come on this show and talk some Giants"? With I sure did. I sure did. And, and, and I, I understand Kevin trying to go back to the past, to the old glory days, because he didn't want to, you know, talk about what was going on yesterday. So I get it. So yeah, I was anxious, and I, and I'm excited to be on the show to to talk about. A surprising victory? I guess so, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll take the, what they say, you take the win, you take the W, a win is a win, right? So A win is a win. Like I said, they don't count them at the end of the year and say, well, this one doesn't count because it wasn't pretty enough. Or it right. wasn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, this isn't yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't a horse show. By the way, speaking of horse shows, this past weekend, I was working the uh, Mars uh, Maryland Five Star in Elkton, Maryland, uh, presented by Brown Advisory, by the way. And, uh, uh, and uh, you know, they do the whole dress-up thing and the cross-country run and the jumping competition. It was a four-day event. and But those that's where the prettiness counts in those kind of events. This is football, though. Right, being, right. That doesn't count. And so you get the W, you get the W. And right. the Giants got the W, 14-7. Kevin, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a frustrating thing, and here's why it's frustrating, because there was not a time in the game where it seemed like it was out of hand because it wasn't um, or that it was out of control. However, 
there was also not a point in the game where I thought this team is going to pull this out. I just knew they weren't. I, I, there was just so, you, 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 it, it was one of those things. And and uh, Rodney and I were talking before the show. It, it, like Jonathan Allen said, been here for seven years and it's the same thing. He used some more colorful language than I just used. Yeah. But the sentiment is the same. As, as I'm watching this, I'm like, nope, not going to pull it out. I've seen this before. I know exactly what it looks like when this team is about to underperform. And that's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly what well, I know what it looks like. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Well, you 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 confused me for a minute there because I didn't know if I should launch into my Jonathan Allen tirade early or maybe <laughs> save it for the second segment. But I think I'm gonna save it. I, I think I, I'm okay. not gonna forget. I think I'm gonna save my Jonathan Allen tirade. But wait, but now, is it now, now now just for a little teaser? Is it your is it your tirade about Jonathan Allen or is it your Jonathan Allen like tirade? No, 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 no. This is about Jonathan Allen and <laughs> okay. you know, being a man of the word, it won't be Jonathan Allen like, but if right. there ever was a time, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, no, this is about Jonathan Allen, but I, I'm, I'm going to hold on, I'll hold off for that. You know, it'll, you know, I need to simmer down a little bit for that one, but you know, <laughs> the first thing, the very first thing they won the toss, they elected to the fur and you, you hate let that. your offense. You hate that. I hate it. They let your offense stand. They spend how many hours? They spend like two hours before the game out on the field warming up, right? They're just warming up and warming up and warming up. And then you decide to let your offense stand on the sideline and get cold, <laughs> right? Why do you warm up? What's the whole point of warming up there? Why don't you just let them just get some recliners or something? Just let them relax in the locker room. Call them when you – why? You want the ball. You, you're deep, and that's the problem. They don't want the ball. Period. The <laughs> offense doesn't want the ball. The defense doesn't want the ball. You know, they, they just don't want the ball, right? Well, realistically, now on the first, the the first uh, defensive series, uh, I believe it was a three and out for the Giants. You got you got Tyrod Taylor, who is a who is a journeyman. You know, he's a veteran. He would be, he would have been starting for I believe it was San Diego. Uh, unless uh, you know, until the doctor poked the hole in his lung with <laughs> a hyperterm- right. needle. Right. Mm-hmm. You say, what do you mean, oops, doctor? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, you figure the doctor is the hard part is the rib, the soft part is like air. Put <laughs> 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 the needle in the needle in the soft part. Anyway, you know, gentleman quarterback Daniel Jones was out, who is a commander's killer. Daniel, if he played Daniel Jones every week, Daniel Jones would be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, I don't know. They he has personally built up Daniel Jones' confidence enough to launch him into a playoff caliber quarterback. Okay, so it was a three and out. The first time Sam Howell drops back yesterday, he got sacked, and he the got like sacked six time. times. By the way, the the Commanders lead the league in allowing sacks. The right. Giants were the were the worst in the league in getting sacks, and they we're still right. got six of them, <laughs> or something like that. Right, I, you know. But when we post a show on the uh, uh, on the web, you know, for the podcast, I try to come up with like some type of clever little uh, title or something for the show. This this uh, week we're calling the Commanders the vaccine. Okay. The Commanders' defense is the vaccine because uh, if your offense ails, all you need is the Commanders' defense, and all of a sudden your offense is better. Tyrod Taylor threw two touchdown passes yesterday. I don't even know the last time he played. He played last week, I believe. But backup quarterback, essentially. And then after they got the lead, they just sat on the ball. They did what any good team is supposed to do with the lead. They sat on the ball. But when the fact that they got sacked the first time they, they, they dropped back to pass, 
that that gave the Giants defense tremendous confidence because they hadn't had that many sacks. And who knows what it did to the head of the, the offensive lineman and, and the Sam Howell. We were in a we were in a bad place from that moment on, and the team just couldn't get it together after that. Yeah, Coach Ron Rivera talked about um uh how, you know, when you're down fourteen nothing, not every you know, you can't come back from that. Um as every single week, you know, being down and having slow starts like that. Um, so I guess the thing is, uh, you know, how do we not have slow starts is one thing he's got to ask himself. But the other other time, it wasn't Very necessary. Astute. Yeah. So that's the question you have to ask. I mean, thank you for telling us that, Coach. My good friend, yeah. Ron Rivera, so I'm careful how often, how yes, yes. The things that I say, because, you know, yeah, I worked with the coach on, a, on a, you know, yes. so I don't, you know, I don't want to ruin that relationship. But, but one thing you got to ask yourself is, you know, uh, well, if that's the answer, then, you know, Let's get off to a quicker start, number one. But then number two, in the NFL, honestly, a 14-point deficit early in games is not a lot. Like, that's no. not like that's not no. a lot to have to come back from. We see bigger comebacks all the time. And, and it's, especially when I'm looking at a game and it's early in the game and someone's down 10-0 or 13-3, 16-3, and it's just the first quarter or second quarter, I'm thinking this game's not over because teams can score so fast, especially when you look at the firepower this team has on offense. When you look at Terry McLaurin, when you look at uh, Samuels, when you look at Jahan Dawson, I'm just like, these guys can move the ball. They just don't seem ready to play. And, that, and and I know that that sounds like it's such a cliche thing to say, but, you know, um, watching it, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking to myself, they don't seem like they have a plan today. Like it doesn't, it seems like the plan was we're going to go out and play football. And, and, and that's what we're doing. And it's like, I didn't, I didn't see any continuity with the offense. I didn't see any kind of flow. I didn't see what, what, what was seen last week against the Falcons. And 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 this game, you know, look, they're all professionals. You know, when you're getting paid millions of dollars, how much motivation do you need to go put on a helmet and play football? But at the same time, they did not seem ready, and I couldn't tell you what in the world the plan was. I didn't see as much of Brian Robinson as I wanted to see. I didn't see much of a pass rush from the Giants. I mean, this was a case to me of Sam Howell doing what we've seen him do early in his career, holding the ball, which, by the way, and they always use this, he's a young guy, excuse we talked about this last season. We talked about it in the beginning of this season. I'm not sure why he's playing right now. I like <laughs> there's no pressure to play him. They could have went into this season with Heineke starting and how backing him up or anybody else. Like he's obviously not ready yet. He's taking a slow time to 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 um to process what's going on. And by the way, when he was drafted, I thought he was kind of a project quarterback. I mean, and they don't, they, I'll just be honest with you. They don't like to use that term with certain quarterbacks of a certain complexion that, that is going to take them time <laughs> to develop. I didn't see anything in UNC that made me think that he was ready to start in the NFL, even after a year of sitting down. And and it wasn't like he was sitting down in an organization that, that, that had a quarterback that could groom him. I thought Heineke was fine, but it wasn't like they had him sitting behind like an, like an Aaron Rodgers or anybody like that to where he, he could sit here and watch football at a high level and come in and learn. Of course, he's taking his time. He's basically a rookie. And, and in my eyes, it wasn't like he was he was highly touted in in, in, in uh, coming out of college, like he was going to be a, a franchise quarterback. It takes time to do that kind of stuff. So of course he's taking long, and he's not playing on a team that that. And I can't even really blame the offensive line for this one. I mean, I just think he was taking a long time. Yeah, you can. I can't. Blame. <laughs> well, I guess you can, but it's like I'm, I guess it's because I didn't expect yeah. much different from him. I, I just think him playing was the big mistake. Not that he mm-hmm. is. Maybe, and I know Kevin says he's not the guy. 
maybe he can be, but he's not. He's not a guy that's going to be able to come in and play right away. And that's just that's just what I uh, uh, what I saw. Um, uh, go ahead, Kevin. No, number one, uh, well, Rodney's right. Uh, the offensive line, uh, uh, like I said, I could use him to do a strange spaghetti. But the problem is, we know the offensive line is bad. They should know it's bad too. But they right. keep putting this team in situations where they're exposed, and everybody knows it. <laughs> everybody mm-hmm. knows it. And they're coming right up the middle. Rodney texts Rodney text in the game that whenever uh, was it, the center raised his head, the Giants were coming. Right. <laughs> you know, Rodney picked that up. He, mm-hmm. You know, Rodney saw it way that far away. And I'm saying, well, hopefully Rodney didn't talk to the Giants' defensive line, <laughs> but apparently <laughs> Rodney did because they were coming. And they were coming right up the middle, right up the middle. And But, but we know that. We know that. So I don't, I mean, it seems like it's a simple matter of just, you know, running like a, a, a three yard curl pattern with the tight end. They're coming up the middle and you know, they're coming, just go three steps and get rid of the ball. <laughs> Let's go four right. steps and go to the swing man. Eventually that'll bring the defense up. Oh, oh here's a novel idea. Why don't we try running the ball? And, and by the way, success running the when ball. you have a beast of a running back, Give him the get him the ball. Get him the ball. I, I don't. I, I like. There was nothing about this game plan that I could understand. Like I said, when I'm looking at things, I'm thinking they must not have a game plan. Like, like and you know they do. I mean, we say this kind of stuff, but we know that that every professional and every college team, every high school team is going into a game with a plan. I mean, at the little league level, everybody has a plan. So I'm joking when I say they didn't have a plan, but, but, but it was such a bad plan that it looked like they didn't have – someone didn't understand the plan or somebody didn't get the plan. But so, maybe they, they printed out, you know, something else. And it was like, oh, this isn't the game plan. This is, you know, our our, YouTube, our YouTube TV plan. and they, Or this is our T-Mobile friends and family plan as opposed to the game. They printed out the wrong plan. And so I'm just watching, like, <laughs> what in the world are they doing? Now, now, Rodney, as a Giants fan watching this with different rooting interests, um, what what exactly did what, – what were you thinking, not necessarily about the Giants' performance, but about the Commanders' performance as you're watching this? Keep on doing what y'all doing because we looking good. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, was, I, was, I was just thinking that, that you know, uh, they didn't adjust well and – they kept on dropping back, and uh, the, like you said, it was like a, a freeway invitation to get to Sam Howell, meet him at the quarterback. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was gratifying to me because you know we haven't been playing well at all. And they were talking about getting rid of uh, Brian the ball, uh, the ball after he won the coach of the year last year, and mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just been real crazy and been real difficult to watch football, but I was excited that, you know, the, uh, the Redskins, I mean, not, I'm sorry, I apologize, the Commanders. I apologize for using that. Yeah, where the Commanders <laughs> was trying I'm to. Offended. I'm offended. The Commanders was trying to keep doing the same thing, but it wasn't working. The running game wasn't working. The passing game wasn't working. Only into the second half when they make adjustments that they start moving the pocket. And uh, the good, a good call that Ryan, uh, Matt Ryan and uh, Tiki Bar- Barber had to call. They said it. They said they need to move Sam Howell uh, around. Once they did that, 
they did it the next exact play, and they made a first down. I, was, I think that was probably their first first down because uh, the Redskins was like, I mean, the Commanders was like, what, 0 for 9? 0 for 9 converting on the third down? <laughs> yeah, so third down conversion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third down conversion is like that. You you cannot move the ball. And and, and, and credit the, the Giants because they really played in a, a, a desperation game, and we pretty much dominated on the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensive line, uh, besides Chase Young, was dominated and maybe uh, sweat on a miss, a misplay. A lot of a misplay, but the best that we played in, on offensive line today yet, other than the Cardinals uh, second half, that we really dominated. And I, I, I was, I was like, okay, well, y'all don't make no adjustments, then take advantage. But I think it would have been a little bit. Like twenty eight nothing, if we didn't have them back. <laughs> if we didn't you know, have them that's, back. That's, that's an thing. incredible thing. That, that's an incredible thing. I'm gonna cut you. I'm gonna get back to you, Rod. What this was about right. you? Isn't it true that that the Giants had three guys on the offensive line that were like sub replacement? They had three guys practice squad. Who, who, Straight off the couch injured, because of injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. three, yeah, three, mm-hmm. yeah. We got mm-hmm. offensive line. We got four number one picks, right? And they're going to three guys. <laughs> so that so this leads into my Jonathan Allen tirade, but that's going to go hold up, hold up to that. So yes, give them credit by all means. They they control both sides of the ball. The offensive line control our defensive line. The defensive line just obliterated our offensive line. They're still sure. they're trying to um uh they're trying to uh um do this influence blocking and all that, but it's it's just a, a matter of 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 dominance. It's our guys are beating your guys. And and and, right. and, and they just whipped us. <laughs> yeah. Whipped us. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Riley's right. I mean the score didn't indicate just how bad it was but and the commander still had a chance, you know, you know, going in uh, even at that last drive, had a chance to kind of to tie it. Um you know, but could not. Rodney, when you look at your team, is this more of an indication of the potential that the Giants have, or is this more of the ineptitude of the Commanders? What do you? How, how did you see it? It's so much Purdy in the NFL. I think we just match up well with the Commanders, mm-hmm. and because uh, uh, in the last game we came off a of Sunday night that we got robbed on that, you know, on a uh, pass interference that they didn't call. So right. I think it was just going off the, the field and and want to play and be competitive, and that's where we always talk about the want-to. Uh, I think think that's we just came off of how, like, okay, we got this. First play of the game, sack Sam Howell. Okay, they're going to, they're going, instead of running the ball, they're going to pass again. We sack Sam Howell. So we, we had five, I think it was five or six sacks in the first half. So that that's that's a test to that I think we were better, but I don't know how far we're going to go because it seemed like when we fumbled that ball and it was 14 nothing, um, and they muffed that ball, the whole momentum was it, it, like the whole season. That's how it, it, it's been going on. Continue, mm-hmm. but you can hear a, a mouse, you can hear the pins, you can hear everything in the crowd in New York. But the momentum has switched. But uh, I really believe that uh, you know we we we'll see. We're gonna take it one game at a time. Uh, you got to build up the confidence, and if the offensive line play like. Uh, they played against the commander. Maybe we should uh, try to get the commanders to play instead of two two times, maybe four or five times. It maybe we could get uh, some extra wins. <laughs> you do that, Thibodeau will be in the Hall of Fame. I, I guarantee you that. That's true. Yeah, That's true. But, but yeah, uh, Sexy Dexy was was in the, in the face. He like Sam. Do, do you do you remember? I used to dog uh, Sam Gates, Nick Gates, and and because he came from the Giants. Mm-hmm. Nick Gates yeah. is the yeah. center yeah. from yeah. the. Uh, 
the commander. So you're yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, I used to dog him in practice, so I'm just letting you know. Get to know, get to know me. I went to Clemson. <laughs> you know, Clemson ain't too far from North Carolina, so I'm, I'm gonna be I here, hear reach you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I hear, you, I hear. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know what? That he mentioned that you mentioned that muff, man. If it wasn't for that muff, I'm pretty sure we'd have seen Jacoby Prasett yesterday. Because that muff was the only time that gave them a scoring opportunity and they, they capitalized on that. And when they scored the touchdown, you couldn't really take Sam out after that. So that but, but, I, I blame that muff. But let me say this though. I, I, I believe Sam Howell is the answer. And um before he came out his what did he come out? His junior year? His sophomore year, he was gonna be projected the first round pick. Sam could play. I just think you have to protect him. And I don't understand the philosophy. You got all the number one picks on defense, but I think Sam Howell is, is going to become gunshot like Daniel Jones is now. Mm-hmm. You get hit so much, and what do you say? They're going to be on pace to get hit ninety eight times. That's, uh, <laughs> ninety eight times during the season, he gonna be. He, I don't think he'll be able to finish the season. And so, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. But I, I do think Sam, the quarterback, I just think he just need time and maturity. But you can't have it's a production business. So if you can't produce right away. We're not patient right now because it's a microwave society. Mm-hmm. You got to play uh, as right now. And like I said, no, and there are plenty of like, – and like I said, he, he, he strikes me as one of those QBs that needs time to develop. And like right. I said before, they don't like to use that term with certain quarterbacks of, sub, of certain complexions. You know, when they're like us, they like to use, you know, this, this guy. He's a development. He's a project. He runs yeah. too much. Sam Howell, he, he needs to run. He needs to get out <laughs> and protect himself with his legs. But they, but, but he's not seen that way. But he is. He's a, he's a, he's a project quarterback. Like he isn't someone who can just jump in and and get it. And he, and it's showing. It's taking him a long time to understand what's going on. So, so what you're saying is they should, they should go to the projects and get the quarterback. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, after this game that Manny's team had, we were thinking, you know, we need to go. <laughs> his little league team. We need to go and find yeah. some athletes elsewhere than yes. uh you know montgomery county and anne arundel yes. county we need to, yes <laughs> we need to go where we need to go where i grew up and where that's kevin right. and rodney grew up. we need to go right. we need to go to where we Absolutely. grew up and find some kids from around there you can do it oh yeah that's oh yeah they're that's good it's done they know what's going on. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. Um, uh, Kevin's going to do his Jonathan Allen tirade, and we're going to include Rodney, obviously, in this week's edition of Fake News or Not. It's the Federal Football Report or Federal News Network and anywhere where you get your fine podcasts. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows, starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, There's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who will make preventing pandemics their life's work, sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change, and generating possibilities for a student who will be the first in their family to graduate college. It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child, regardless of race, income, or zip code and to enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. What up, world? I'm Kevin Stanfield, and welcome back to the latest installment of my favorite and mine movie reviews of movies I haven't seen yet. 
Today's review is the fourth installment of the iconic Hollywood series, The Expendables. Now, we all remember that The Expendables were a band of mercenaries who overcome impossible odds to take down a ruthless drug dealer and his private army. I believe this chapter will be a departure from Expendables 2, where you might remember a small band of mercenaries overcome impossible odds to take down a ruthless arms dealer and his private army. I think this film is more like Expendables 3, where you might remember a small band of mercenaries overcome impossible odds to take down a ruthless arms dealer and his private army. Expendables 4 features the return of Sylvester Stallone in his iconic role of Barney Ross, the leader of the Expendables. Sly seems to have some time on his hands when Michael B. Jordan muscled him out of the Creed movie. You get it? Muscled out? Yeah, well. Barney is once again joined by Lee Christmas, played by the fabulous Jason Statham. Statham is known worldwide for having the best forehead lines in the business. When we last saw Jason, he was doing battle with a gigantic prehistoric shark called the Meg. This time, he's wrestling a different Meg, namely Megan Fox. A Meg here, a Meg there. What's the deal? Well, won't you be lonely without me? No. There's lots of other boys on the mission. Oh. I'm not in the mood. I'm gonna play a little Hendrix. Usually does the trick. Don't start. Oh, I'm starting. Oh, I always liked this tattoo. So did your brother. Also returning to inflict more damage are noted thespian Dolph Lundgren, the big Rusky from the Rocky movie, and Randy Couture, the dude with the ear. Noticeably missing from Expendables 4 are Terry Crews, Jet Li, and Wesley Snipes, because they were mm, expendable. But not to worry, there's a whole new crew of bad boys shooting up some stuff. The most notable addition being Jacob Scipio, who, when we last saw, well, at least when you last saw, was beating the living daylights out of his daddy, Will Smith, in Bad Boys for Life. I hear he's Chris Rock's favorite actor. And let's not forget the newest addition to the team, one Mr. Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. You know, this is my movie. These people are in it. But this is my movie. Like, it's clear this is my movie. Like, now, when people in Hollywood talk about Mr. Jackson's performance, I hear the word Oscar bantied about. No, not the Academy Award. Oscar is his barber. So the bottom line is, Expendables 4 is a movie that you're going to enjoy just as much as I think I'm going to. This is Kevin Stanfield. Tune in next time for another thrilling installment of movie reviews of movies I haven't seen yet. Welcome back, everybody, to the Federal Football Report, 1500 AM and anywhere where you get your fine podcast. He's Kevin Stanfield. Of course, we got our uh, resident Giants fan uh, and analyst, uh, Rodney Henderson. Uh, with us, and it's time for America's favorite segment. Rodney, you're going to join us for fake news or not, right? Yes, sir. All right, guys, it's time for fake news or not. It's time for fake news or not. Not, 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 not. I've got three statements coming out of Washington and then this week, New York. And uh, Kevin and Rodney will let us know whether it is fake news or not. Okay, statement number one Ron Rivera, time to look over your shoulder, coach. Fake news or not, Kevin? Oh, that's news. That's news. And if he had, <laughs> if he had any kind of gumption, as they would say, he would like throw somebody under the bus right away, <laughs> right away to show <laughs> how much he cares. And, but I don't think he'll do that. He'll no. he'll he'll fire a field goal kicker, who, by <laughs> the way, uh, Dustin Hopkins 
has kicked a field goal fifty more fifty more yards in five straight games uh, this season. He'll you know he'll he'll fire a field goal kicker. He'll he'll bench a a, a rookie a cornerback. But you know, but but he really, really, really needs to fire somebody on his staff, shake some stuff up. He needs to strike some fear, and he needs to show his boss, "Hey, I'm serious about what I'm doing." This man has too much control, and it's showing right now. It's showing right now. So yeah, that's news. He should be looking over his shoulder because if I keep reading these Magic Johnson tweets, I'm getting mad. I'll go fire somebody. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rodney, your fake news in that question number one is a little different. You just talked about your head coach and he, you know, he got coached the year last year, but there were some rumblings in New York about his job. This win, he's okay for the next few weeks, fake news or not. I, I think, yeah, I think he's okay for the next couple of weeks. And I think, <laughs> I think that's just, I don't believe that, man. I think just people, you know, don't, you know, just get impatient about Wendy. And um, yeah, he, I think he's fine. I think he'd be yeah. fine because I think he'd be going to have to get a quarterback and make a decision what they're going to do with Saquon. There's so many, so many things, various things to do that we got because we, we, we're missing a whole lot, but we just not at the level. And I hate to say this at the Cowboys and the Eagles, not yet. You know, so we've got to take it. Well, look in the mirror. Yep. Mm -hmm. I will say this about Giants fans. They appreciate division wins. <laughs> you know, they you could tell like in the stadium, the Giant fans they can have a, a be having a, a bad season, but if they win within the division, their fans appreciate that. So I think no matter what the circumstance is, this buys him some goodwill with with, with the the New York fans. Okay. And if you if you got the New York fans on your side, I will tell you. I mean, doesn't matter what the media says. If you have the fans on your side, you okay. <laughs> You're in a good place. Claude, that was a nice way to say that we suck too, even though. We <laughs> <laughs> no, it was That's just a very nice way of saying it. Well, no, well, I mean, if, 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 you see if, if the coach was still on the on the hot seat, what's that about us? What's that okay, say about so, us then? Okay, so, so Dable doesn't need to work. Doesn't need to update his info on indeed.com, but Ron Rivera may, may need to search LinkedIn, you know, we, job <laughs> postings, and yeah. well, you know, Ron, you know, Ron gonna have to uh, get rid of the Larry Bird posters and uh, Michael Jordan, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, by all means. By all means. <laughs> right. Well, there you go. All right, fake news or not, um, uh, question number two. Let's stop referring to that defensive line as the four first-round draft picks. They are not playing up to it. Fake news or not, Kevin? Well, no. No, that's fake news. You have to because they we spend the draft picks uh, for these guys. One of them, we could have re restocked our whole pantry. Uh, for what we could have gotten if we had traded that Chase Young pick, we could have gotten you know for for, for generations to come. So and no, by the way, and by the way, by the way, not just trade that Chase Young pick. If at any time decided to trade Chase Young, like you could have gotten yeah. some, you know. Uh, but anyway, go ahead, go ahead. This is yours. Yeah, we can get some groceries. We get some serious groceries, you know, for that. Uh, yeah, but but uh, I will say that none of these guys, not one of them, with the exception of Deron Payne and his contract year. Have gotten any better? Um, they're, they're still they're playing off their talent, and I can't really, um, I can't really blame them. But gosh, I, I look at I look at the Bosa's play, man. I look at T.J. Watt play. You know these guys are a force. You got a game plan against these guys. What we got? <laughs> what we got? Now you, so no. I'll be honest with you. I heard an argument earlier today between my cousin Clyde Jenkins yeah, and yeah, my yeah. son Manny. And yeah. Clyde Jenkins was saying that he would he would literally trade Michael Micah Parsons if he like it's a fantasy thing they're talking about not fantasy football yeah, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. like 
the world of make-believe, would trade Micah Parsons for all four of those first-round picks today. Say, send, send Parsons to D.C., give me Payne, Allen, Sweat, and Young, and, 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 and see what Dan Clyde, can do with that. Clyde wanted to do this? Clyde? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, Clyde used Mandy to work said, in the Mandy said, what are you, nuts? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Clyde, Clyde used to work in that auto body shop, and, you know, sometimes <laughs> if the, the fuels, man, those exhaust fuels will get to you and mess with your reason. So that's I'm going to give him a pass on that one, right? <laughs> he changed it with the windshield wipers, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Clyde, Clyde uh, accidentally poured the, the windshield wiper fluid in his cup. He thought he thought it was <laughs> the water from the from the but it wasn't. He drank some windshield wiper fluid. <laughs> It propelled water. It propelled them all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's 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 a uh, fake news. No, they're first round picks. They just somebody just got to make them play like it. Somebody got to do it. And 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 and, and I'm a, uh, I know that you, are you addressing that question to me too because I think, sure it's, I, think it's yeah. I think it's news. I think I think it's scheme. I don't think they're using them right. Uh, just I like the way you just said that if they were with Dallas, I think they'd be all pro. Mm-hmm. All up right. Yeah, I think it's just a scheme thing. I think it's a scheme thing. I think it's time for the question is, is there a real need to go? Or somebody need, because they're not adjusting. They're not adjusting. Yeah. And it's interesting because I remember when, I remember, Kevin, we talked about this at length. Maybe it was last year or two years ago when um, Coach Ron had mentioned that uh, Chase Young and uh, Montez Sweat would just decide who played on which side like before <laughs> yeah. the play started. And, mm-hmm. then, then, and it made me think, like, this is even this past week, the last few weeks, it made me think, like, Huh. I wonder if everyone does that on defense. <laughs> I'm just wondering <laughs> if they he, they call the play and then when they leave, everyone's just thinking, oh, I'll play on this side. You know, because it's like, well, didn't, we didn't ask them whether anyone else does that or whether they were the only two <laughs> who does that. And I'm just thinking, like, there's got to be a reason why these guys are playing yeah. this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play linebacker this time. You you drop back in coverage. Okay, yeah, no. No, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chaos. All right, there we go. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, fake news or not, um, uh, question number three, uh, and this is again for both Kevin and Rodney. Uh, the talent on the offensive line that receive those receivers and that running back, patience is going to run a little thin with the young quarterback. Fake news or not? Uh, patience of, with the talent. Well, the uh, the, the skill, so called yeah, no, the, re- the, the receiver. Yeah, yeah, McLaurin, Samuels, all these guys, and Robinson. That patience is going to run thin with this new quarterback. They're going to want. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's news. That's news. That's news. The only thing that's keeping it from blowing up already is the type of person that Ron Rivera gets. Is the more mild-mannered person. You know, every you know Terry McLaurin is a very fiery guy. But if you notice, not too many guys on offense are. Brian Robinson got some of those tendencies, <laughs> but nothing. You don't see a lot of fire come from any of those guys, right? And that's because that's the kind of guy Ron Rivera gets. He gets guys that don't challenge his authority, right? One of the first people he got rid of when he got here was Adrian Peterson, who happened to be at that time right. one of the best players on the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know because of his stature, his his position, he had a certain type of uh, well leadership. <laughs> you know, there was you know the players, the younger players. Could you imagine having uh, Adrian Peterson on this team, talking with Chase Young as he had to rehab through a serious knee injury, and Adrian yeah. telling him, "Man, look, <laughs> I've been through this that. twice." This mm-hmm. is what, you know, could you you know? But Ron, Ron Rivera got rid of those guys, so uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say that's fake news because you don't have the type of personalities on this team that would cause a problem. 
and this is the time you need to cause a problem. Okay. <laughs> really uh, what about so you, uh, Rodney? Fake news or not? That these this this the talent on offense going to get a little impatient with the with the young quarterback. I think that's fake news, but everybody got to take a look at itself because everybody's playing bad. So it's it's only best player on the team was Tressway uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, um, you know the wide receivers is getting covered. I mean, but don't don't dismiss the the way the Giants played even yesterday too. Sure. So um, I like but, the way how you keep sliding that in. Like you guys well, acting as if they weren't playing against anybody. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we should have muted his mic at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I'm not saying, but if, if 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 it wasn't for them turnovers, I think it would have been a, a dominant. It was a dominant performance, mm-hmm. and the score don't dictate it, but it was. But yeah, into yeah, like, yeah. the last, into into that fumble. But um, yeah, I, I think the offensive line is the is the fact that the way they're being coached, and and I, I understand you you blame it on Scott. What's his name? Scott. Uh, Turner last That's year, Turner, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the same thing. Um, Del Rio don't make adjustments, so um, I don't. I, I, I think everybody. I think everybody has to take a look at itself in the mirror. They're like, I could do better, but the offensive line is the weakest point. That's the weakest okay. part of the team, and they try to address it with uh, Gates and Wiley, but it's not working. So if we could do it, uh, players off the pack practice squad, they come in and play against the four, four first round uh, draft picks. Then I think you need to address the tackle. Just like, look, who, like we said, let's go to the hood. Somebody, a mailman, <laughs> uh, truck driver, somebody, you know. <laughs> if, 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 if I can run 50 yards, I'll try, you know. So, but, you know. <laughs> What's the guard's uh, name that, that used to be here? They didn't want to pay, pay, uh, pay him. I think he's in Tampa Brandon, now. Uh, Brandon uh, Sheriff. Yeah, Brandon yeah, Sheriff. Sheriff. We had Trent. We had Williams, Sheriff. Uh, Trent. Moses. Had Trent. You had yep. Moses. Yep. You Moses. had uh, yeah. uh, 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 who was the uh, guy that was with the Giants for a while and and wasn't wasn't making it and oh, came uh, here to West. play guard. Uh, uh, flowers. He was oh, playing flowers. Fine. Yeah. You had flowers. You had a Schweitzer at center. I just named. We just named a, a starting offensive line <laughs> that's better than anything that they put on the field in the past two years. We just named. You know, and yeah. for whatever yeah. reason, it just they, it didn't. Register with them. We say, well, you know, we can't pay them. They're linemen, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But, <laughs> but you know, Trent. I, you know, Trent's thing from the beginning. You know, uh, he came in. He talked to Rivera. He said, Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, then he got. Then he get misdiagnosed with the medical staff too. Well, that like was yeah. Saying... That was before. That was before. Yeah, that was before. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So he had an opportunity. To, like to, you have brain to, cancer. Oh wait, no, you don't. Like wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Stop with yeah. that. It, what do you, oops. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, right. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, you know, we got to look at Trent and give him all the credit in the world. He analyzed what was happening. You know, sometimes you can just judge people. You can tell what you know from your initial, you know, your initial reaction, right? All of us, when we met each other, we all liked each other. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. And then sometimes right. you meet somebody you know, and you say, eh, this is not going to work. Like, yeah. be, you know, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'll be friendly, but Maybe we're not, not. going to be friends. Like, yeah. it. it's not yeah. a thing. Maybe it's not, not. going to happen. Yeah. So that's why I'm with Trent. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, 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 at that point, yeah, yeah, this is, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at the, 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 the diagnosis of, of this, of this illness is on this team, right? And I think basically it's self-inflicted. 
It's like when your mom used to tell you, put on a hat before you go outside and play. Right. And you not only you don't put a hat on, you take off your coat. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you're sick, Mama, I'm sick. Yeah, I'm well, sick. I don't feel good. That's what we are right about it. Other than then, yeah. then you get in trouble and you're grounded and you get a beaten. But anyway, we're so sick. you're sick. Kevin, you had this um I'm sorry, Rodney, look at you wanted to say something. You good? Uh, no, nah, I was just saying, like, I just think about it, though. When you think about discipline in old school and now new school ways, you got to come up so many creative ways to to uh, to um, get into a new play, new age player. But I know all players love discipline, but sometimes it's just so difficult to get everybody on the same page. And I'm not saying Ron is so mild and red, but I, I heard he don't do too much, but don't know because I'm not in there locker room. But it, it did seem like he was fired up. That it was interested. We we not even really talking about. It. I didn't want to bring this up, but they said it was the same referee crew that kind of you know got over last time on a pass interference call last year. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, and how do you how do y'all know that? How are you gonna say that on live TV? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. 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 You know, it was. It's uh, remember in in the in camp where the reports were that some players went to Ron saying the enemy was too, too hard mean. on them. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. He's just being mean. Uh, and Ron's response was, well, you got to talk to the enemy instead of get out of my office or get out of my team. Right. You know, that, right. that's, yeah. that was that, that passiveness. Right. That's what we're dealing with now. Cause this is not a passive sport. <laughs> you know, no, it's an aggressive and that pass, you know, this team is taking on the personality of the head man, and, and that's where we are right now. You okay. know, we're not well, surprised. We've been saying this for years. Ever since week one, when he was his first week coaching, and he, or maybe with the second game, he coached, and he, and he said, uh, uh, well, there are other things because Haskins was in and he it was some questionable play call and stuff. He said, well, there are other yeah. things that we're considering towards the end of the game and not just winning this game. It's like, what? <laughs> what do you mean yeah. you're thinking about something yeah. other than winning yeah. the game? Why yeah. do we, yeah. again, Herm Edwards, we laugh, but it's simple. We play to win the game. Like that's, we, we step on, we put on the uniform, we go on the field and warm up and call plays because we're trying to win. There's not, there's no other reason to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, um, so you wanted, we wanted to uh, give Kevin some time to respond to the Jonathan Allen tirade. So here's well, Kevin's tirade uh, well, about Jonathan yeah, yeah, Allen's yeah. tirade. Well, yeah, I guess you know. First of all, I, I guess uh, it was a post game interview with maybe it was JP Finley or somebody, someone of note who was in the locker room, and. Um, and and Jonathan Allen went into a profanity-laced tirade of how tired he was of all, all this and the same thing over and over again, the bleep, 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 the same thing over and over and over again, just profanity-laced and has made the rounds on social media and people talking about how fired up was and how passionate he was and the, the, the tirade and this and that. Then I, I looked at the stats. He had two tackles yesterday. <laughs> Jonathan Allen, first round pick, team captain, tirade, how tired he was of all this, mm -hmm. had two tackles. The man plays defensive tackle. That's literally his job is to tackle. The signs were up there last week, do your job. His job is to tackle. He did it twice. Twice. I could go out there and fall in front of a guy he trips over two times. <laughs> I could get two tackles. He got two tackles and has the nerve to come out here and talk about how tired he is of stuff. Oh man, I was look, I was livid <laughs> when I heard that. I was livid. There's no reason. Now Jonathan Allen's been in my doghouse 
ever since Jack Del Rio uh, was uh, 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 sprouting that right wing propaganda stuff and the tweets and all that, which culminated in after the January 6th uh, insurrection, he comes out saying, uh, it was just a little dust up. What y'all making such a big deal about it? You know, and people wanted, rightfully so, him fired, you know, espousing his politics like that. Jonathan Allen publicly comes out and supports the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that because it went outside the realm of football, and Jonathan Allen went in outside that realm too. You know, that's you know, just because you like the guy or you're passive or you may even agree with the guy, don't say that the rest of the world is wrong for feeling this way, right? The league felt it was that he was wrong because the league fined him. Mm-hmm. So so I have so Jonathan Jonathan Allen starts uh at a certain point on my radar. And then for him to come out like that and give this this dramatic profanity laced tirade about how tired he was of losing and so on. After two tackles, after a two-tackle performance, he can lose me with that. <laughs> he can lose me. I'm a little passionate about this, but that's crazy. Yeah. Two tackles. Well, to, to, for, two. To, to, yeah. <laughs> to me, you know, again, and, 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 and there's only so much airing of grievances of personal business you can actually do. But my question is, what exactly are you tired? Like, what's been the same thing? What What's got you this upset? Is is it your play? Is it the play of anyone else on defense? Is it the coaches? And then what are you going to do from here? Okay, you're mad. And okay, all right. Now what? Like, what I, and, 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 and I know he's not going to say the coaching staff routinely puts us in bad positions. We're not being coached right. He's not going to do all that. And so if you can't go to that next level, then there's really no reason to even do what he did. And like you said, you are a player. You can do something about it if you're that, right. if you're that upset. Take – Take some personal responsibility. Like I play like trash today. I'm just I'm tired of. It. I'm, I don't know what it is, but we got to figure this out. And we're gonna we're gonna go back home, and no one's leaving the facility until we figure out what the problem is. Like, like the, I, I just I, I thought it, I thought it was pointless. I mean, it was it was entertaining to me to see him blow up that way. But I just thought, I just thought that I just thought that it was pointless, Rodney. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I understand the passion and you get tired of, you know, every time we think we could beat the Giants, but it never happens, I will get tired of it too. Uh, <laughs> you know, so you really disappointed, you know, when it comes against the Giants. But I, I understand you got to – I think you just get tired of that close, you know, everybody's not buying it. And he know you probably can't, spit, you know, uh, tell the locker room stuff. Like, you, you know the players and who's going all in or who's just – you know, I'm I'm playing. You know, I'm just here because I'm for the interview, or I'm here to get this. You know, my bonus. How many? I didn't have enough minutes, or you know, he don't know what's going on. He knows it's the one to. Uh, let me say, let me say this quick story about wanting to compete. Um, had a, a competition with Ta- Taekwondo, my first one, right? So Little Rodney and Benjamin, and Benjamin is the bonus bonus sign now. Um, so oh, Benjamin cool. for it is and is ball. So Rodney was looking for. It. I can't wait. I'm nervous about uh sparring and doing forms. So he did his forms and then to come to find out he had it to spar, but he had nobody in his age bracket, right? So um, he didn't, well, he wasn't able to spar. So he was so disappointed. He was ready to go. So look, I'm ready to go. I, I wanted to compete. Can I uh, go compete with the Black Bolts in my age group? They wouldn't let him do it. 
Really? <laughs> he didn't but he wanted to compete. And they said, well, nah, you just take this first place trophy. And then I kind of got proud of him because he said, man, I don't want that. I didn't earn it. That's right. Yeah, you got to, you know, want it. And at, at, at the professional level, I think it's just so hard because, you know, you got to get everybody on the same page. You got a lot of stuff going on. And I think Ron, uh, I think it's my time for him to go. I think he might want to be or a new general manager because you, you, you build this team. You decided not to address the offensive line or full blast, but you addressed the defensive players. You didn't really need a quarterback. You didn't need a, a safety. Two d- defensive players in the second round where you clearly need help on the offensive line. You got a young quarterback, so I blame it all wrong. I know he's going to have to clean your house. Like I said, he's going to have to tuck away that uh, Larry Bird jersey. Uh, <laughs> you know, so but I, I really think it's kind of hard. It's on everybody. You got to look yourself in the mirror and do better. You know, and I, and I sound like I'm a commander's fan, but I'm not. But, you know, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, right is right. Right is right. Remember, Claude, we said we said last week that basically all the talent on the, in the league is basically the same level. Yeah. All, all the talent. You get. You have a few superstars, a couple of, of, right. of, uh, of standouts. Like, you know, I watched Tyreek Hill yesterday. Tyreek Hill reminds me a, a lot of Deshaun Jackson. He's going to beat you deep once again. Period, Easily, and there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can right? do about it. You know, it. Yeah. you got a few standouts like that, but for the most part, all these guys are equal, and it's it's that want to. It's, it's that want to. Why do you have coaches if yeah. if their job isn't to put your guy in a position to win? Right? If you got two equally talented guys, the coaching aspect is I have to figure out a way for my guy to be your guy, and, mm-hmm. and and that's just missing on this team. And and like I said, it just. I, you know, it just came to a head with me with Jonathan Allen. He can lose me with that, man. Maybe next week, if he can improve to three tackles, maybe three and a half tackles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Earn the right to be sick and tired of what's going on. That, that's exactly right, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, deserve it. Deserve All it. Right. Earn that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and look forward to next week before we close the show out, um, uh, guys. And so we'll have Kevin uh, 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 preview. He'll give us keys to win for the commanders who are hosting the Eagles. Commanders three and four, Eagles six and one. Uh, it's going to be uh, at home for the Commanders, and then we'll have Rodney preview uh, Jets at Giants. The Jets are on the road at the Giants, even though they play in the same place, but they're, yeah, they're yeah, the yeah. visiting team. All right, um, uh, uh, Kevin, uh, keys to victory against the Eagles for the Commanders. Something has to happen this week. Something drastic. Something has to happen, and something to get this fan base behind this team. Because we're we're a day away from people selling their tickets on StubHub to the Eagles fans. Because it's only two two three hour drive from Philly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My daughter went to school in Philly. I used to go up there all the time. So we need we need to make sure that the Eagles fans who are there are silenced, and uh, that can be done. Although, uh, you know, I watched the Eagles last night. That was that was a pretty cool game, right? There was I've been looking forward to that matchup. Uh, uh, Tua against Jalen, right? Because I knew they were going to tell the backstory over and yeah. over again. Mm-hmm. I forgot Jalen had long hair back then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They had to dread. But, uh, and, you know, I, w- I was happy for both of them, right? You know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of cool that, the way, because I don't know their relationship. You know, they yeah, might love each I, other. But I will they say this. Hate each other. <laughs> the, the, way, the way that Jalen Hurts handled that situation in Alabama, like immediately after that championship game when he was benched, he, I became the biggest fan of him. I mean, he was so classy. He didn't cause any problems. I, mm-hmm. And I think he a- even came back the next year, had to play to get them to the next championship game because Tua got hurt, and then <clears> left. 
and went to right. Oklahoma. And right. didn't say anything bad right. about the program or anything bad about two. I like the way he handled that. I said, I hope this kid. This is before I knew he was going to go to the Eagles. I hope this guy went. I hope he went to Super Bowl. And by the way, yeah. I was cheering for him last year. I was glad that yeah, he lost, yeah. but I was, I was, I was, I was rooting for him though. Oh yeah, and he played a great game last year. He had he one did. little hiccup. He, but he played a great. He was no, it was Philly's defense that lost him that Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> it was Philly's defense, right? And. Uh, Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with your VA Research Nugget of the Day. Longtime VA transplant surgeon and research scientist Thomas Starzl is widely regarded as the father of transplantation. Although not the first surgeon to perform a successful kidney transplant, he's credited with the first ever series of repetitively successful human kidney transplants. They resulted in long-term survival for patients. He carried out the first of those in 1962. He's also credited with performing the first successful liver transplant in 1963. While Starzl's patients succumbed to pneumonia weeks after the liver transplant, it was still considered a huge success and paved the way for life-saving procedures for many others. To learn more about VA research, go to research.va.gov. That's research.va.gov. I'm Mike Richmond. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows, starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who will make preventing pandemics their life's work, sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change and generating possibilities for a student who will be the first in their family to graduate college. It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child, regardless of race, income, or zip code, and who enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org.